0: unbecoming of age the podcast a cautionary tale listen to what they say then do the opposites. your hosts Colin Flynn and John M Craig
1: what's good you are listening to episode 147 unbecoming of age the podcast it is hosted by two guys that have never met in real life I'm one of those guys my name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co host, Mr. John M. Craig.
0: Hey, Colin, good morning. Uh, are you hungover from our birthday celebration? 243 years. Fourth of July was yesterday.
1: 2:43. I did not know it was 2:43. Uh, I did a, a little bit of day drinking yesterday. Uh, didn't uh, I guess? I guess uh, I took a nap and then I woke up. I, I could have felt better. I wouldn't have actually called it a a, a full-fledged hangover, but uh, you know, I only, uh, it was basically. So there, we have this uh, this running race, this uh, Fourth of July tradition that goes through uh, n- near where we live, the neighborhood where we live, and uh, there's people that have parties along there because it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big event. And so uh, people have parties along the race route, and we uh, went to one of those events. And so when I got there, they had – the guy um, who brews beer normally had uh, a uh, cold brew setup of coffee with a tapper going on uh, by a beer tapper as well. Nice. And the neighbor's yard, they had probably, I'm guessing, 75 or so people in the neighbor's yard, and the the people that we were uh, next to or or that we were visiting, they – they probably had another 40 or 50. So within did, did
0: my son Cameron throw these parties? He's 16. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Nobody was nice. doing vodka shots. I okay, didn't see any yeah. Just anything. cold brew and, and ready for beer.
1: Well, they, they had cold brew, and there was, there was beer there, and there, uh, somebody had brought um, a, a big pitcher a thing full of, uh, of Bloody Marys. And then they had this Di Serrano stuff, and, and, uh, which I'd never tried that before. What's that? Uh, Di Serrano is an Italian liqueur, uh, and it is uh, primarily the flavor is uh, almond, so sort of an almond flavor thing. Mm-hmm. um so it was actually pretty good i, I, I ended up trying a, a little bit of everything before the party was over but uh I, did you I, run the race no no i did not I just, have you uh, ever run the race yeah actually i was race director for the event for for quite a while but i and i, I actually have run the race before as well t- too but uh, i did not and uh, did not participate this year for a, a long litany of reasons so um, what time the race start like nine no it is uh uh, there's a 5k event and a a 8k it is uh the longest consecutively uh held 8k event in the united states um it has been going on for about 35 years eight kilometers uh, if you're not familiar is uh, as close as you can come to a five mile race right right right, four four point nine seven miles right um so um anyway um and uh they get you know the kenyans and there's there's some prize money involved and things like that so you get uh out of of a lot of out of state out of town you know, people coming in to win some prize money that sort of thing um it starts uh the race starts at eight o'clock in the morning the races both of them do so oh both uh, of them start at the same time uh there's a little bit of a delay they uh, d- um, used to do it with both of them starting at the same time but uh, due to uh the expenses that uh, occur uh with putting on an event like that and having to pay for police presence along the route and some of that stuff like that, they've had to do some things differently, and uh, so now they, they they stagger the start, and uh, so that the uh, guys that are uh, running the 8k can get out and turn around and be back on the same. They basically kind of all run on the same course, and they want oh, to it. be able to.
0: So, so they take. They figure that the 8k runners is, is less people
1: sign up for it, and they're more serious. That's actually not how it's gone. No. You know, for, for, sorry, I was drinking the mice coffee that, there. That's fine. Um, um, Usually the 8K was the bigger event. Uh, now it's gotten so they within the last year. This was actually, I think, the first year that the 5K is, had more, more people registered for the 5K. Um, l- locally, it was sort of the thought of as being, uh, you know, this is the big event. This is the one that gets all the, uh, you know, the newspaper articles written about it. It's kind of the big deal. And I think um, there was just sort of a... Uh, a challenge, if you will, to to people wanting to get out and run the, the longer race, and uh, so m- most people registered for that. But um, we're getting a l- we're getting softer as a country. We're, we're <laughs> there's less people that want to run five miles as opposed to you know as opposed to three. And, uh, you know, if you run the three, you still get the beer at the end and the, the finishers, medals, and all that kind of junk. So you might as well just uh, run the 5K and be done with it, I guess, in a lot of people's minds. But uh, if you look at, uh, and I pay attention to this stuff because I've, I've been involved in running for a long time and, and uh, have worked as race director for events like that. And I know a lot of other race directors and... Um, the uh, overall uh, with the fattening of america that's going on uh and the you know we like to think of ourselves as a as a fitter nation as the you know, that we're getting healthcare together and mm-hmm. and uh, that we're progressing and all of that but if you look at what's going on as far as athletic performance uh, the answer is clearly no <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, as uh, as a nation the the times for uh, finishing average finishing times for uh, for running events has dropped dramatically with uh, the rise in our overall weight that's going on in the country. So there, there's uh, in some cases there's more people out at some of these events, but uh, they're uh, they're a lot fatter and they're a lot slower. <laughs>
0: they, they really we and we, we applaud them for just showing up. Just yeah, and get get you out you know there. What? Finish. Good for you. Yeah, good If you, if you finish. Good. Well done. Not Yes. Nicely done, good for you. Yes, we've lowered the bar for everyone. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> like this. It's I, I'm, of, I'm literally clapping, but you can't hear me on the mic. I could hear a little little. Oh, bit can of a you clap. hear a little yeah, clap? Okay. That was yes. annoying. Yeah, um, golf
1: golf clap kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but that's what was going on
0: there. And but you know, I I think I've mentioned this before. Is I've looked at photographs from like the late '70s, early '80s, and I remember seeing like um like one of my friend's dads, and I used to think that guy. I was fat mm-hmm. and then I saw the picture of him and I'm like oh my god in my 20s and 30s I was so much fatter than that guy and I never <laughs> thought of myself as fat <laughs> fuck I was just <laughs>
1: I just saw this article. Somehow I went down this rabbit hole of, of uh, I don't know, I was looking at uh, something and I ended up uh, reading an article about Johnny Carson. Mm. A- and um, they were talking about some of the people that, uh, that would go on his show and some that wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he Like he had some running feuds going with some people. Yeah. And one of those people that he had a running feud with was the actor Raymond Burr, Yes. Yeah was Perry Mason. And <laughs> the reason Perry Mason wouldn't go on Carson after a while was yeah. because uh, Johnny Carson had a standing uh, thing where he made fun of fat people via making fat jokes <laughs> about Perry Mason. Perry Mason was sure. the fat guy. Right. Now if you, if you look at, if you uh-huh. were to go through and, and just Google Perry Mason and you look at some of the probably black and white photos of that TV show and you would look at Raymond Burr, the actor, he looks like Pretty much now like an average guy. I mean, he doesn't, right. you wouldn't look at that picture and say, that's the fat guy. Right. Uh, he, he looks like the CEO of a company. Yes, uh, he looks of, like,
0: of any like major company who's not like a fifty year old tech guy who's in really good shape,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. So um yeah you look at that and you're yeah, um yeah, no no biohacking going on or anything like that. but uh, he uh, but certainly would be he would be uh, a guy that you could walk around today and nobody would yeah. nobody would ever accuse him in a million years of being yeah, fat but,
0: I, I, exactly. I'm looking at him now, and he looks like a very thin version of Chris Christie.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he <laughs> I mean, he kind
0: of facially, he looks like Chris Christie, but he's thinner. Yes. Even at his fattest, he's thinner than fucking... <laughs>
1: Yes, he's got a roundness about him for sure, yeah. but that shows the difference. And they were talking about how actually these huh. the, the apocalyptic sort of weight gain stuff that's gone on in the United States. Uh, I was reading an article just yesterday. Um, uh, it's certainly occurred since the '60s, where I think the average average man—I don't know what the woman would be—but I think the average man in the uh, like late '60s, the weight was like uh, it was 160 in that range, right, right around there. You know, 159, 160 somewhere at that at that point, which. Today's world that would be oh my god get this guy in he's emaciated um, there's something <laughs> wrong um, but that was the average average person walking around and then um, in the 80s in particular about uh, in the mid 80s uh, we had an, just this uh, Olympic level uh, weight gain that went on with uh, with the world with all of the uh, United States in particular i, I from what I've t- told I haven't traveled in the uh, European con- continent but I've been told that people there are generally much much thinner than we are so
0: well and I, I was watching I was at a friend's house the other night and I was watching uh he had uh the Yankee Mets game on and they showed there was pff, between innings baseball's really slow there's a lot of downtime it they is, were showing yeah. a clip and it went on forever of babe Ruth right and and babe Ruth the New York you know former Boston Red Sox known as a New York Yankee you know home run champion yes he yeah. used to be you would think of this guy as a really fat guy and you're looking at this video you're like I mean and it was a little bit earlier in his career but he wasn't that fat. Like, yeah, he was big for a baseball player and compared to the other guys, but compared to today, eh, you would mean, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, that guy could lose, he could shed a few pounds. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, much but, you're like, but you wouldn't go, like, what a fat fuck. But back then, you may have said, <laughs> what a fat fuck. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't live during that time.
1: So, uh, with the running thing, the, the and this I always thought was sort of ironic. Um, I think um, probably the uh, the if you look at the groups of people that are running in, in different uh, different length races. Um, overall, the least fit group that um, enter races and uh, end up finishing a lot of times races are the people that are in half marathons, the 13.1 miles, which so you're like, holy shit, somebody can run 13.1 miles. Um, but that is the by far the most butterball, fat, bunch of there's a there's a bunch of people in in, in overall running half marathons that uh, are uh, cardiac events waiting to happen and i say that with uh, cardiac <laughs> event experience right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah i uh I participated once in the in the uh it was the green bay marathon green bay wisconsin and it uh, starts and finishes at the uh at the historic lambeau field and so it's uh, it's really quite impressive where they where they start now green bay itself green bay wisconsin is perhaps the least attractive town in the united states <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I've never yeah, been there. Yeah. Um, I hear great things about it, and uh, that Did was you, Colin. You, that was Colin Flynn who said that.
1: I don't know uh, what you could possibly have heard <laughs> that have no was great idea. about Green Not. Bay. Green Green Bay is. I don't know uh, anything about it. The the football stadium is fantastic. It's beautiful. Th- that's it's all. Gorgeous. I That's
0: all I know about. Uh, it, is, yeah, it's yeah, it's
1: plopped into the middle of this town. That I don't know how it ever got there, but uh, it's it's a, a strange place. And I, and I love Wisconsin. A lot of Wisconsin is very gorgeous. So uh, you take Madison, Wisconsin, beautiful city, a lot happening. Uh, Green Bay though not so much uh but um anyway the the marathon that was run there it was uh it was a really warm day and uh the half marathon they ended up having so many people that um were uh just you know passing out hitting the pavement um that they had um they had to call it off uh m- midway and so uh they so during the event somewhere i don't well, know, i, I, I mean. I ended up finishing. I, I got all the way through, but uh, which, even though the finish line was officially closed, um, me and some friends finished. But uh, it was mostly due to the half marathon, people that were dropping like, just dropping like flies.
0: Well, it, it seems like a, 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 it's the Midwest, it's, it's Green Bay, right? Wherever people are coming from, they love cheese, right? And beer, cheese and beer. people, cheese and beer. I mean, yeah. not necessarily the most fit people.
1: No, uh, yeah. it, it usually ends up as being kind of a challenge thing. And, you know, it's like you said, just finish. Just, you know, well, I, and I you
0: know, what? I look, I, I'm going to I'm going to do something and break the fourth wall a little bit here is that I, I, I used to think this all the time when I would go to the gym and I would see a very big person there. Right. I would always think to myself, like, what is this like day one? You know, and like, like I, I said, they should have a t-shirt. That should be day one. But I, I also like the concept of thinking of everything as day one, right? This, could, this is the very first day, and it could be the very last day. And you know what? Honestly, if, if, especially if you are a much bigger person, and you have problems with your knees. You know what? That's amazing. It's great that you're there. And I'm an asshole for thinking anything shitty or negative. So, no, seriously, I'm a <laughs> dick. I fucking and listen. I'm of a certain age. I was raised a certain way. We made fat and I and then I became a fat guy. And I don't think I'm fat. I'm a fat short guy. I'm like a fat midget. And I think I'm amazing. And I suck. So, well that's what we all talk
1: That's what we all do. We we have these magic mirrors. We have we have carnival mirrors apparently all of us do and we you know we get to a certain level and we're like uh, yeah I look good. It looks good on me. On me it looks good. It's you know I'm healthy. I'm fine. There's no problem here. I'm not going to wear a shirt that says uh, I only come once a year to the to the health club. <laughs> by the way, by the way
0: that shirt before you to the health club I only come once a year. Wow, that's a <laughs> oh, very there. special. We should start or a holiday
1: it's a multi-use shirt Yeah, and it's probably true and if, if you're wearing it one place you, it's probably true in the other case let's let's get the t-shirts made up
0: i only come once a year unbecoming c-u-m-m-i-n-g of age that's right yes, we're not getting a, any
1: younger boys i could register all that stuff let's right. let's make it
0: special <sighs>
1: yeah reality truth the truth hurts uh, <laughs> and the show is over yeah we just yeah that's it. It's as far as it can go that's it <laughs> we
0: need to make it to 150 let's let's all right, yeah we've got when we do goals. episode 150 that'll be the one time per year that i come. i'm just yeah. going on that episode right at the end of that let's let's
1: finish this thing and get a couple of beers th- <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way let's make it the gayest podcast ever we've never met in person but let's come together episode <laughs> 150
1: speaking of gay we're talking about the party okay really the other day well there's there's it was there's this um uh-huh. I, my gaydar wasn't working at all um there, there's <laughs> So we're at this party, and there's a lot. There's not. Well, there are kids, and there's various ages of people. I shouldn't say that that there there was uh, nobody there uh, that was younger. But uh, I ended up, I I sit there, I'm talking to this guy, and he comes over. And uh, it's a pretty nice neighborhood that that I'm talking about where old school, um, old uh, sort of expensive houses in this neighborhood that I'm talking about where this race goes through. And um, one of the, 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 the people that we're at, they have a neighbor that live in this. They've got basically, it's like an estate more or less there's a um, it's it's surrounded completely with very high hedges or fencing you can't see into their into their facility very well Um, in fact uh, you can't see their house at all Um, there are two other houses on this estate smaller homes uh, and the I ended up I talking talking to the there was a woman that was there she's an older lady I ended up talking to her for a while she owned one of the smaller homes on the, on this place across the street uh, and this estate home that um, is kind of visible from the from the road when you go by it, it's it's the one that's closest to the gate there and you know, it's a gated thing uh, this big wrought iron uh, and uh, there's a big red brick columns with a big wrought iron gate thing that goes over the top of it very old very ornate very cool. And she's the one that's closest to that that you can kind of see. Uh, so I'm, I'm talking to her, and she's she's very pleasant, and she's got a lot of great stories, and uh, really interesting to talk to. Her. And she said, "Oh, uh, there's uh, God, I got a camera's name Craig. I think is the guy's name, but anyway. So um, I'm, I'm not I don't know who Craig is, but uh, as it turns out, he's one of the people that lives in the in the big the big house. He's he's, he's the, one of the big house occupiers, and he's very well dressed. Uh, <laughs> By
0: the one of the big house occupiers. Now I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, all <laughs> yes. right, go ahead. Yeah. So
1: in this and we we call this place, the, the kids have always called this place, because when you go by, you can't really see it. And it's kind of strange. And when we used to walk around with the neighborhood with the dog and the kids were smaller, they called, always called this place the Scooby-Doo house. It was the Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, Scooby-Doo mansion.
0: Those meddling kids. <laughs> Those meddling kids. They, pointing they wanted, and calling yes. it the Scooby-Doo yes. house.
1: They wanted to be in the Scooby Doo house, looking around. They wanted to figure out what was going on in there, even though you couldn't really see it. But
0: right, it was a mystery. I get so, it. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Cool. So Craig is there, and I'm, I'm talking to Craig, and he's uh, over. Uh, he's he's got his own cocktail that he's mixed at home. He's got it in, in some kind of a, a fancy <laughs> beverage holder thing, and, and I'm looking <laughs> at this guy, and he's very well quaffed. Uh, you know, for uh, for just popping out and uh, early in the morning and walking like over. Like
0: overdressed for the weather? No, like, no like, He's or just every... nice shorts, nice like a collared yes. shirt, like that kind of deal. Yes. like nice. Nice Dockers or, or like if,
1: above Dockers, whatever you know. <laughs> the so. Next
0: level shoes you don't even know exist.
1: That is true. He had the, he had these <laughs> slip on. He had on These slip on. Um and they outdoor were outdoor slippers. No, they were like a uh, they were like something. You know he was he's probably I'm guessing he's probably in his late sixties. Okay. White guy. Um the shoes looked like they were like a suede thing that were looked like something uh, that you that honestly you might see a uh, a uh, uh, somebody a, a black dude with a lot of money wearing um they, they were they were a, f- a fancier shoe i'm just saying that. Is this, that, wait, that's this yeah i
0: got it and, and, and i mean was he like pastels
1: i mean they he, weren't mean, no muted colors but muted not pastels colors. um and he had on you know it was, it was it was polo maybe it was good stuff his shorts were i think were maybe polo i don't know right, and and he nice we, button-down collar shirt um hmm Everything well done. Glasses, everything. You know, he wasn't wearing uh, Warby Parker. It was it was above, it was a step above that. And
0: when, at the end of Scooby-Doo, when Fred pulls the mask off and they've got him tied up, would this be the guy, would the reveal be this guy wearing this clothing? <laughs> Maybe. Could he be? <laughs> Are we be talking the, central the, the, casting?
1: The, the reveal would be this guy going sugar come on but no but he wasn't okay he didn't, he all didn't right. speak so, like that he didn't speak like that so he's very well dressed very well dressed nice guy good guy. I yes, well mannered yes well well mannered good guy Articulate. Talkative. yes i had a we just having a pleasant conversation with him sure and then so this other guy comes walking up and uh, this guy's got um this guy is he's pretty ripped he's probably i'm guessing mid-50s uh obviously in a very good physical condition it looks like he's uh works out a lot i uh, had on some kind of a camo uh Uh, hunting cap kind of thing he had on uh, camo shorts and kind of a tight v-neck a t-shirt and you know he was he was you know got the gun show thing going on and all that and uh, I start talking to him and he's got a you know a whole different persona but uh, very uh, nothing going on with anything uh-huh. that's going on
0: how much had you had to drink at this point but
1: um, I've had maybe uh, one drink at this point just um, one okay. just one yeah and, and, and not like okay. you know drunk or anything I like just, no, no, okay. just sipping and talk to oh. these guys and then oh. um, they they t- finally realize that they you know, they, they tell st- st- stories that they live across the street and they're over here and we're, we're talking about that and i figured okay the scooby-doo house guys in there and then there's two guys and i, I knew nothing about that the the whole situation over there
0: so how far how
1: far is this home
0: this scooby-doo mansion from you hit
1: home? it with a rock it's it's across the road and and and
0: and and, and you've never seen these two guys as best of your knowledge i've, I've never seen i don't I've, know I've, who no, lives there nothing
1: i, I had no clue now, okay. now my wife did she had more of a of a thing okay. going on because she right she talks to the the people that on the other right. people that on the home the people we're visiting. She knows more more about what's going on. other you know, day. women talk. Guys, we just stand around and you know look at our shoes while we're while we're. You know. And
0: then you see that guy's shoes and you're like, I oh see, like, like, shoes my shoes aren't worth I looking God, at. My shoes
1: suck. He's got some. Kind of, <laughs> he's got some sort of great suede slip on thing that has got sort of a. Yeah, they, they were they were they were great looking shoes. They really were. I I would get those. I would have those. I would have those shoes on. In fact, if I would have had his shoes on at that party for like one minute walking through that party, I would have either spilled a drink on them or I would have dropped uh, food, you know. There was they had some various um, it was like brunchy kind of stuff. I would have ended up with dropping a piece of, uh, of sausage something on it and it would have had a big spot on it. And I would have been wearing <laughs> right. spotted shoes. Now, if he does that, he probably throws them away because he's got 16 more pairs in the closet <laughs> that he bought because he liked them. Um, but anyway... Uh, so the, the, the second I started talking to him and then he, he says something about, um, he, somebody said my husband, one of those two said my husband. And then I realized what's going on. I realized they're both, the, 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 they're the, married to one another. They're married to one another and they're living in the house. And they're they're great guys. They got great stories. Uh, I yeah, enjoyed yeah. talking to them and all that stuff. But I just had no idea. It was just weird. And there was no. Uh, I like I said. I had no. There was no. There was no moment where I looked at. Even though uh, Craig was uh, dressed as good as he was, uh, better than the rest. Uh, maybe it's because the other guy looked more like uh, like. Uh, even though he was very, he was he was fitter than most straight guys. <laughs> he was not the fat guy we were talking about. He was not. Sure, sure, he was sure. not Raymond Burr at all. Okay. Um, he, he was the the reverse of Raymond Burr, which maybe should have been my tip off because yeah, all of us, uh, I think a lot of a lot of the guys that are straight guys, we are we, turning into Raymond Burr, uh, you know, and we're happy with that. But uh, no,
0: this- no, no, I'm not happy with that. I don't want to be all around town like a Raymond Burr. That's a Beastie Boys line, and I don't know which song <laughs> it's from. And I love that line. I be mean, like, shit. Um, what is it? So you know, it's. You know, because he was a big guy. He was so big that he was all around town, I think is what they were saying. So, yes. um, I you know, y- even though you prefaced that story with your gaydar wasn't working. Yes. Um, when you describe the second guy, and obviously I know where the story is going. And if you had just told me a story about two guys and you ex- you told me about their attire. And yes. you didn't even tell me that they came out of the same house and had a fancy cocktail. I'd be like, well... Y- Even if the guy wearing the camo stuff who was really fit was straight, if he was dressed that way, he doesn't realize how gay he is. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I don't mean that in an attire, and that's not what makes a person gay. What makes a person gay is being attracted to the same sex, right? You don't even necessarily have to have... Uh, sexual relations, you know, you may not even come even once a year, but you may be (laughs) still gay for the same sex. I mean, you know, like I've been, I've gone recently, I started to go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls and I'm shopping for clothing, and I realized that it's like, there are a couple, it's mostly women in there, right, just during the day, day shopping, right, It's, it's a lot of women, and and then every now and again, you'll find a random guy, right? And you'll find like a couple of straight guys. It's pretty obvious they're straight guys. If you see two guys shopping for clothing together and there's not a woman with them, uh, the, the chances are they're, they're gay. Uh, I, and you see I, them like picking uh, No, again, I mean like like if you and I were to meet And we were to become great friends. Not going to happen. But if we were (laughs) to, and we started, and we went to TJ Maxx, and it wasn't a bit for the show, and we started shopping, and we started looking. You know what I mean? Like I've gone shopping with dudes, but it was like multiple dudes that I worked with while on a work trip. All right, it probably seemed gay, but (laughs) but like I've I've like I think I've seen those two guys in my town.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure.
0: (laughs) You know, like that. Like they seem like such a type. But it, it, but it's not a traditional gay like like it's not our stereotype idea of gay in the sense of affectations, voice or whatever. It's just the the whole everything you know, the attire. The cocktail, the shoes, yeah, way too ripped,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's way too, way too, <laughs> way too non-heterosexually ripped, yeah, yeah. it was like okay, didn't let his yeah. shit fall apart at all. No, uh, no, I, I, I
0: want to, I want to stay with the gay thing here. Um, <laughs> I know that pride We've is over.
1: We've had a lot of gay themed stuff on our show here lately. But go ahead. Lately, go ahead. I
0: don't know about that. I mean, maybe how we,
1: it's us. Uh, no, we, no. We so, ended so the last one. I, like,
0: I, so uh, did we, I don't remember. All
1: right, it's <laughs> I okay. don't remember it's okay. much of it. it is so, what
0: it um, is. you know, I so uh, this is not the gay part. Uh, last night, uh, been been uh, watching um, Tom York. You know, the Paul Thomas Anderson Tom York short film that's on Netflix. Have you heard of this? I have not.
1: Tom York from uh, Radiohead. Tom
0: York from Radiohead. Right, right. So it's a 15-minute short film music video, right? I love it. I really like it a lot. Like, there's a lot of this fascinating choreography shot in London and the tube, and it's pretty cool. And so... Got this TV in here, and and uh, it's it's one of the, these TCL 4K TVs. It's not great. It was just very inexpensive, and right, you know, right. And You've got and a because of the OLED o- TVs, whatever. And so I, I I use the Roku built-in Roku app, Netflix.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: And of course, I'd already watched this, so it's right there as recommended for me. And I pick it up, I put it in, and I had trouble with my Wi-Fi because it's, uh, even though it wasn't a 4K video, it was like HDR, and it took a while to load on Wi-Fi. This is a problem with these TVs. So I plugged in the hard thing, and I start the video, and everything's fine, everything's fine. And then it gets to any scene that is, uh, it, it's dark. You could see the Netflix Anima logo in the top right. So there was some sort of burn-in. And it was driving me nuts. Like I was like, "What the fuck? Like, it's why is this happening?" So anyway, so uh, I really wanted to watch this. It's gotten to a point where I'd be like, I could watch this every night and just go to sleep to it, right? Because it's 15 minutes. It's visually interesting, and I'm tired. It's great. So I flipped out. I left, and I and I went to um, see what else was there. I wanted to see if the the burn in for the Tom York paul thomas anderson thing anima was on other videos other netflix videos mm-hmm. and so i the the next thing that was recommended for me was uh david letterman my next guest needs no introduction season two so i pop it up and i had already watched the kanye episode and i started and i watched i started and i put on the the ellen episode i ended up watching the whole thing have you watched it with ellen i watched yeah. part of it Okay, so do you have what? Do you have an opinion of Ellen, or have you ever had an opinion of Ellen? We,
1: we talked a little bit about I, this. I don't um, remember
0: talking about it,
1: but we, we uh, okay. So before um, Letterman,
0: I, before Letterman, do you? I have,
1: I like her. I, I've always enjoyed. She's she's made me laugh when I've seen her, but um, I have had very limited exposure to to seeing her. I've mean, I've never. Only seen her show and just little bits and pieces. I've never seen her whole show, um, and I've just caught little parts of it. But I've never watched the Ellen show, uh, and I know she's been doing that for a good number of years.
0: Fifteen years,
1: yeah. So I remember her stand up, and I remember that she she had that uh, sitcom thing that she did before she she came out.
0: Ellen
1: did, yeah. And and I remember that, and I remember Mm -hmm. liking her and that stuff, and thinking she was funny. And I remember her her earlier sitcom, I uh, or her earlier earlier stand up. Right. Um, I thought it was good, but uh, and I haven't watched the new stand up that she did. uh, Neither have I, neither have I, and I I haven't really seen her show. But overall, I like her, okay? So, my so
0: I have it's very well established that I love David Letterman, Uh, I'm obsessed, always have been. I, I think I started watching him when I was like 12 years old, right? And I used to watch Late Night with David Letterman, the most you know, most dangerous band in the world, you know, like the whole everything about it. Love that show. Didn't matter who the guest was, I'm watching almost every night. And and he had Andy Kaufman on, whom I also love. Like there's just and I just had such a reverence for this smart, sarcastic, funny, but kind, but sometimes rude, sometimes creepy guy, right? And just, like, he's so good. And and sort of and I it's so and I've watched a couple of his interviews, watched the Kanye one, whatever. And I remember liking Ellen. Like, uh, Do you remember Jake Johansson, comedian Jake Johansson?
1: I remember the name, but I, okay. I can't. So he was another guy. Up. He
0: used to be on Letterman quite a bit. He was on the original Letterman. And, and he's still around. He's probably pushing 60, mm-hmm. maybe in his 50s, but very non sequitur, all over the place. You know, Ellen was very similar to him, right, like where she wouldn't finish... Stay, you know like uh, a thought like and she would jump around but she would always come back and it was a fairly well and i remember always liking her never watched her show or if i did watch her show it was like a couple of episodes but not an entire episode of the, the sitcom right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and then after that i don't know i don't think i hated on her i mean i knew she came out of the closet i knew she was with that actress ann hash and then i knew and then ann hash was straight again and then and then i knew she was with portia de rossi from you know uh arrested development Mm -hmm. and that they got married whatever but i didn't really think much of her show i would see clips of it but i was like kind of like who watches daytime television anymore right the whole world changed right i guess women and housewives and you know i don't know and so anyway so this this show the, the it was so good and so fascinating, and she was so revealing and likable, and, like, it was, e- even her coming out of the closet, it was mind-boggling to me that less, like, we're talking, I want to say less than 25 years ago, she comes out as being a lesbian. Her show, just sort of the ratings falter. Mm. And I, You know, like, ABC doesn't promote it she's on the cover of Time magazine and she pretty much doesn't really work much for 3 years right and it's right. not the, this is not the exact order of things obviously the interview is edited i mean it it was such a seamless interview and so amazing and she revealed a thing that you can't like holy shit she's revealing this thing that happened to her you know with the stepfather when she was a teenager mm-hmm. and it's like what and and letterman I it was, I don't know. It sort of changed my perspective on like, hey, I, 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 I I, started, I, I googled her a little bit this morning just to see how to spell her name because I was mm-hmm. like sharing this with someone else, um, and, and I saw some Reddit thread like shitting. I don't know how old the Reddit thread was, but it was like shitting on Ellen Page. And Ellen, Ellen Page is the actress. Yeah, the young, right? a, younger, young actress from. I don't know, I remember what the name of the movie was. The anyway, so so she, um, Ellen Page and Ellen DeGeneres, right? About them being man hating and whatever, and and it's just like there's such a toxic take on so much of this stuff, right? That just focuses on negative, Mm-hmm. right? Like, and even I make jokes about it. You know, it's like. Ridiculous jokes about this or that or pride in this. And then my whole perspective changed the way she talked about it. Because she didn't want to, like, she didn't want to be the poster woman for the gay community. She didn't want to do comedy about being gay. She didn't want to, like, like, this is not something she wanted to raise her hand and say. Like, she just wanted to personally deal with it and be herself. You know? And and it's, it, I don't know, my whole... It, it, it was really well done. I mean like I, it I mean it's not that it changed my opinions on the world and life and homosexuality and me making stupid nonsense jokes that are non-jokes, but it did change my perspective on my perception of her or me not really paying attention to her. And that's not to say that she's an amazing great person and does only amazing things for everyone all the time. I have no idea. But in the context of celebrity performing art, the whole
1: thing like I have a lot of respect for for her and all of it. Yeah I, I would say so too and, and uh, as you were as you were talking about that, I, I got to thinking about Ellen and what I what I, I was thinking about what do, what do I you know well, I was, you know trying to contribute something and, and uh, into the to conversation and another thing that kept popping into my mind was because uh, they've showed this a lot they've showed pictures a lot of, of Ellen's shoes. And I just I realize that Craig is kind of wearing the Ellen's <laughs> shoes. Now that I think right, about it, right, right. they're suede, and they were kind of nice slip-ons. And <laughs> are you sure that Ellen doesn't live in that house? Maybe that was yeah, Ellen. May, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> and if you actually, uh, if you actually, if you Google Ellen's shoes, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, she's, there's actually a, oh, she's got a lineup of. I guess apparently there's some. There's some
0: she has shoes. shoes? I mean, like it's. It's nuts. She has one year left on her contract. She'll likely resign. But e- even her becoming the voice of Dory and finding Nemo. That was great. Yeah. It was and, great. and it was great. Yeah. And it was like apparently the guy who, who, who th- had her in mind was basing it on her stand up. And the fact that she did, she would tell these non sequiturs, she would tell these like meandering stories. Yes. It didn't end. And it was like, and he was like creating the character with her in mind and animating it with her in mind. And I mean she apparently she got paid $75,000 for 3 years of work. Now that has more than paid off for itself. But I mean that's nothing. I mean that was back in 2002 two or 3. I think the movie came out in roughly in 2003.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean I remember obsessively watching that. That's trailer. what they paid her for that? Apparently. I mean no she's probably
1: made a lot more money oh my because God, of I finding so. door like the dory whatever the you know, yeah, I hope uh, so, because, I mean, her her weird delivery on some of that stuff was so oh, perfect. perfect. It was just, like, amazing.
0: I mean, for me, that that movie was a couple of things. That was, um, I had really liked Pixar, Cameron was a baby, um, and I love Albert Brooks. And the idea that I could... Take my son to a movie or introduce him to a movie that has Albert Brooks in it without mm-hmm. it being an Albert Brooks movie. Like <laughs> what, you know old, what I mean? Like he's in the he's sense, this old that, Jewish
1: guy, you gotta like him.
0: <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean? Like it's like he's not ready for like you know defending your life, you know, right. or real life. But like, but you're like, that's great. You know, that's one of the great things about uh, about all of this is like you know yeah. you, you know animation is that it gives these actors these really talented actors an opportunity to do some work and reach a whole new generation of people but it wasn't even about her but it, it you know after listening to this interview it was like perfect and then she even told a story about how um the first time that she performed, she just bought a Whopper and fries and, and, and a soda or whatever, and and she didn't have any material. And then she just literally turned it into a bit and said how she hadn't eaten and she had just, she needed to eat. So every day she would start a story and then take a bite of her Whopper. And then she finished the Whopper in front of the audience without telling one joke or story. And then said, oh, my, my time is up. And then left. Very Andy Kaufman. Yeah. And it was like, and it, and it went well, right? And Letterman just like you know and and talked about a little bit he talked a little bit about Andy Kaufman and his relationship with Andy Kaufman and the other thing that was pretty amazing about this particular episode is that at one point she said something very kind to him about being on her show and some sort of validation from him and he stopped he didn't make a joke he didn't say something self-deprecating about you know like that it's nonsense he 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 said something like that was is so convincing. I almost believe it. It was like, like she was able to say the thing in such a genuine way that it stopped him. It mm-hmm. stopped him in his track from doing the thing that he normally does when he gets an accolade. Pretty, pretty good. I, 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 especially if for some reason you're listening to this and, and you don't, you don't like Letterman or you particularly don't like Ellen for any reason. I don't know. Watch it. And I, I, I I just I don't know who you are if you if you if you don't have a a greater appreciation for both of them
1: if you don't have if a soft such. spot in your heart something there. something yeah <laughs> now, now uh, the new Aladdin were you were into Aladdin did you see the first one a lot or with I mean the- I
0: saw the first one but it was you know my my kids I think my kids weren't young they weren't around when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when that movie came out but I
1: 92 I, I, so your kids would have Oh been, yeah yeah
0: that, and and yeah. so so even though Disney movies have life no I didn't really
1: get into it would into have been all, kind of past yeah, that I mean, time, Yeah I mean my kids my
0: my my I think both of my kids were in a performance of Aladdin uh, yeah, on, yeah, in the 6th and 8th grade Cameron was in the 8th grade um but no real con- I mean I I remember like kind of being okay with what's his name with um Robin Williams?
1: Yeah, Robin Williams. And so the new version, you got Will yeah. Smith. Will Smith's mm-hmm. the genie. Sure right um you, you were talking about the 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 idea you know with albert brooks you, you go to a movie and you have uh and i, I saw aladdin a lot because my oldest daughter was it was like right in her wheelhouse the aladdin thing when it came out and so i saw it over and over but the the person that came to me out of that movie the aladdin movie that you know like i said you'd never your kid would never have an ex, any exposure to is the uh gilbert Gottfried was uh iago the this uh, yeah Character, yeah. which, you know, wh- where else are you going to take your kid to? Right. You know, see Gilbert Gottfried or, or be ex- experienced with that. And I was kind of, so there's the guy, they've got this, uh, I was just looking it up, Alan tudyk Alan tudyk is a guy that's, uh, I guess he's a comedian. I've seen, I'm looking at his picture right now and he looks familiar, but uh, he's a comedian actor, but uh, he's playing Iago. So I don't know how that'll be, but it uh, looks like Will Smith does a good job. Um, apparently, yeah, right yeah, saying. I
0: don't, I don't know that guy who's in the movie the live does the live action Iago, but uh, um, Gilbert Godfrey, he does a lot of voiceover, and he's actually in something called Cyber Chase,
1: and Cyber Chase
0: was a PBS series, a math series, I think, and uh, yeah, he plays a character called Digit. Yeah, it's the same voice. It's the oh, yeah. one voice that Gilbert Gottfried does. But uh, I, you know, I, I, I stumbled. I think I was listening to his podcast, or I stumbled upon a picture of someone with Gilbert Gottfried uh, on Instagram, and then got down this rabbit hole of Gilbert Gottfried and his wife, and he's got two kids, like a twelve-year-old and a ten-year-old, a girl and a boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in late 2017, there was a documentary about Gilbert Gottfried. I haven't seen it yet but i really want to watch it you know because he is truly a fascinating guy old school very smart very funny
1: what's that old school been around forever he is he's not but he's not that old necessarily i think he's late 60s
0: no i think i maybe i don't think he's i I want to say he's early 60s i know i was gonna look it up um and maybe he's sure.
1: 64, but I don't think so. I'm not sure how old the guy is, but 60s uh, for in, in uh, general. 64. He's 64. 64. Okay. Yep. Five foot five. 64 degrees. He, 64. He's, no, no. 64 he's degrees. You five foot five. He's five foot five. Yeah. Oh. 64 years old. Anyway.
0: <laughs> no, he's great. He's so good. I mean, he. It's not that he can do no wrong, but uh, he. He. If you. If you Google. Gilbert Gottfried and um, Arsenio Hall show mm-hmm. he he took over Arsenio Hall show one day uh, I can't remember I don't remember and he does he does he does a great Jerry Seinfeld impression he does a pretty good Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay I mean he's I think he's great
1: yeah I do too now so uh, I was gonna ask because uh, most of uh, America at some point this weekend is probably uh binging out on uh, on stranger things did you watch any of the have you, did no. you watch the first seasons no uh,
0: I, I watched uh, I watched a couple of episodes the first season. I think I watched three or four episodes the second season because I was at someone's house and it had just come out mm-hmm. and they were just watching it. So I, I just, I never got into it. And even though it should be in my wheelhouse because I'm going to be 48 and E.T. came out when I was probably 12, mm-hmm. you would think, you know, like those Spielberg movies and that whole time,
1: like it's. Should be right there, but yeah, they're I, yeah, I just, yeah, they're I, trying to anybody with a memory of the '80s. They're trying to you know. To,
0: I mean, it know, looks know, like it's really that. well done. I mean, it, the, it the, the, those kids uh, seem so talented. I like that David Harbour guy, the guy that plays the cop.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah he's um, great I
0: heard an NPR interview with him but I, I, I particularly like the Mark Maron WTF interview with him and sort of it just seems great
1: and then your favorite's in it Winona Ryder Winona's in it Millie Bobby Brown is, uh, she's you know the, now did you
0: guys watch it
1: haven't started it. Now, last night, um, it, it didn't get uh, to the, they did different release times, and the Midwest uh, didn't get it uh, until, yes, yes, yeah, Midwest what? didn't get it until three, <laughs> three o'clock yesterday. <laughs> what? I, I know, it's weird. I don't know if they're, maybe they're trying to, you know, uh, make sure that their their servers didn't melt down, that sort of thing. I, who knows? But yeah, the Midwest didn't get it until three o'clock really? yesterday. So, I, and then well, I got on a different binge thing yesterday. I decided I had um, I, the TV show Vikings, uh, I was really into that for a while. And
0: what network is that?
1: Vikings is AMC. Uh, It is, okay. The uh, story of Ragnar Lothbrok and his clan. And uh, anyway, so it was on uh, season five, and I'd watched the first four seasons, and I thought, um, and I'd watched part of... The first season, there's there two parts on, on, there's a season five, uh, part one, season five, part two, they did a split season sort of thing, and if you, John, if you were going to get involved in some kind of a TV show, you want to do something like this, because um, I didn't look ahead and realize how many episodes there were. I thought, I can binge through this, I, I don't have anything else really going on, I can, I'm watching this, and these episodes are, I don't think they're quite an hour, uh, maybe 45 minutes-ish, I'm not sure exactly, but um, I, I'm going to try to... Sit through a bunch of this last night, and uh, I did couldn't I couldn't get through it. There's like twenty, on season five ended up being I think it's like twenty episodes, maybe more. I don't even know. I think they're uh, when you got the maybe ten on each each side version season one five one and five two maybe each have ten episodes or something like that. But I did not finish. I didn't get through it. I couldn't I couldn't make it. But uh, I'm close. I think I'm on nineteen when i when i got the, that far through but it's a you good one you
0: by yourself or, or
1: i was yeah rachel's watched a lot of it but uh she this second part yeah she's gonna have to she's gonna have to find it herself because i got no uh, yeah i got basically sitting there doing it you know, watching myself so yeah i'm not seeing any of the uh, new stranger things so i've got that uh, possibly as a uh, i don't know i don't know if i'll feel like binging that much more on on tv but we'll see But, uh, yeah, did not watch any of it, but I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if you said you had had, uh, been into that or not. No, it's –
0: no, I just – sometimes I shut down for that kind of stuff, period piece, lots of costumes. doesn't matter which period it is. It's just my brain. You know, if it's not –
1: if I didn't live through it (laughs) – well you, well you lived through uh, the, the the stranger things period, but uh, that didn't yeah, drive you I know
0: either. and and even the co- like even them like the 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 boys dressing up as the Ghostbusters for Halloween like it's like totally cool. I
1: remember that you did that whole thing I, yeah yeah,
0: so but uh, I don't know I just I just have this block to yeah. certain like I like to like to chewing it off. like to like the first time Game of Thrones came on, I just turned it on and I was just like I fell asleep and I'm like, oh, it's too much.
1: I started watching this. Uh, um, it's just was an I, I'm not sure which network had has had this, but it's a TV series called Fresh Off the Boat. Um, oh yeah, I know that. It's about this Asian family that moved to the United States. I, I guess uh, in the '90s is what the uh, yeah, time period for that is. But uh, like they, they moved to the United States uh, from from uh, China in uh, like the mid '90s, something like that. And then the kid becomes uh, the oldest kid in the in the group uh, the, of the three three boys that are in this family. Um, becomes uh, uh, obsessed with hip hop, and uh, it's pretty pretty hilarious P- pretty good and uh, they've got some great characters in that but again it's just it's aimed at uh, it's aimed at somebody that's uh, you know got their own kids Right, it's their own family, you know. They're trying to then they, they're, the the idea behind it would be that if you can get your own kids watching it, and then the parents gonna kind of watch it too because it appeals to their age range. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, what do you call is it? like uh, the Goldbergs? I think is like that. That's yeah, another one. Yeah. And
1: I think the Goldbergs is takes place
0: in the '80s, and the guy that created it, I don't know the guy's name, but a lot of it's based on these like VHS tapes that he used to make. And I think there's an entire episode like. Episode dedicated to the Beastie Boys. Yes. And I remember making videos, like shooting videos of me and my cousin doing Beastie yes. Boys songs and Van Halen songs and all that yeah. stuff. And so, so you, you celebrated. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. I
1: was just, I was going to, um, uh, I cut you off. Uh, I was going to change subjects, but finish your thought. I was just going to say, did you celebrate
0: the 40th anniversary of the Sony Walkman? I didn't know that was taking place. You didn't right. know that happened. I mean, it wasn't like a, an official thing. It was just acknowledged that it was 40
1: years ago. Wow, I guess 1979. So that would have been the know? actual cassette tape version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's. I mean, and it's, it's just like, but may, but, and I, I was listening to uh, a guy talk about it, and the guy was probably you know maybe around 50ish, mm-hmm. maybe early 50s so when it came out you know he's probably a teenager you know mm-hmm. and, right. and he said his neighbor got one and he's like on his front lawn he, his neighbor gave it to him and the tape that was in there it, with the song playing was eruption by van halen <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> and like i mean you can't think about how we listen to music now and like beats headphones Bose noise canceling headphones like those stupid headphones with the thing i mean think about what it was like to listen to music at that time it was either the radio a boom box right or or you know a, a stereo like a vinyl whatever and and in your car maybe but yeah. you know you're outside hearing like blasting eruption by van halen and how that must blow
1: your mind there's some weird iterations you know as that that stuff went along you, you went from you know the the cassette tape version which i believe at that point you had the option of getting just cassette <coughs> excuse me just cassette there was a version that had an AM/FM tuner that's right and then pretty quickly thereafter though we got the cd version which was even stupider <laughs> It was
0: so dumb because it would skip.
1: Yes, you had to hold it up. You had to hold it you like a to, pizza box or something. Uh, you had to hold it upright, uh, and you'd see these women, you know, power walking uh, through their, you know, through their neighborhood with their weird, uh, you know, uh, '90s version of uh, of athletic clothing and and holding their. Yeah, you know, walking along fast with their with their CD player level so that it uh-huh. wouldn't skip, which was stranger. And then they had those, the the big giant. Uh, and there was, there's a guy down the block here. I still see with these things. He's got these bright yellow Sony. Um, it's like a radio thing. That's that's got these. They're not over the ear, but there's it's pretty. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. know. That. I know. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's still, with the big antenna thing sticking off of him, and he still mows his lawn. He's got those things on. He's out mowing his lawn. How old is thing. this guy, like 70? Oh, yeah, probably. But he's not, he's the, the thing, it still works, I'm still going to use it. You know, it's like one of those things. And I'm like, God. Hey, you, yeah, you're a pretty frugal guy.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know in technology you're okay. You're up on things, but yeah. you're not necessarily that far away.
1: I'm like, but I'm looking at that shit, and I'm going, what the fuck are you thinking, dude? It's like, yeah, I, you know. I had this conversation with somebody about we were walking, and it was uh, a discussion with an older person about Bluetooth and how Bluetooth works. And it was like I was describing magic, like black magic. <laughs> how does that work? You know, it's like, well, you just take these things and and uh, they they can talk to your phone or what? You know, you just put these earbuds in and you're explaining how it works, and they're looking at you like, no, come on, seriously? I just, you know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. You just double tap this ear if you want to change it to something else, and you know, it's like <laughs> no, that can't can't possibly be. It's too yeah. much like Star Trek, you know. Um, yeah, and the, the, the discussion came up because I was I was in a. Um, I was somewhere in my watch you know vibrated I had a text message and so I looked down at my watch and and uh you know it's like read this text message and, and like a lot of times I will just you know hit the little thing I will reply from the watch so I just talk into my watch and I was doing it in front of this guy and he was like looking at me like what in the fuck am I seeing you know <laughs>
0: dick Tracy shit
1: <laughs> yeah he's like how does that work you know and i was like well you just you can you know i was explaining the process to him and i said but it needs i said this version of it it needs you know i was you know trying to downplay it you know i said this version the one i've got it's like it's kind of it's old, it's old school it needs it needs my phone to communicate to, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, to to make it work and he's like what do you mean it needs your phone I go well the phone's you know it's in my pocket over here but I, I don't have to take it out it just communicates with Bluetooth or well, Bluetooth <laughs> what is this magic you speak of <laughs> teeth that are blue well you know
0: whenever I talk about the my Apple watch and I think I have a series 2 which may be water resistant maybe even waterproof but I don't go swimming with it or I take a shower with it because it seems stupid to me um, is is uh, i I, ref, I call it an overpriced remote control for my phone yeah, yeah. you know I mean again it's not it, it tells time it does other things you can change the watch face you know for what I paid for it it's it's I just don't embrace it except but for me it's all about the activity monitor but like the next one that comes out which would be the series four five or six i don't remember five but i think
1: is what they would five to.
0: right so I, i'm thinking about it because for just like ten dollars more on the monthly bill you know you could have a phone like you can go running and have a phone right mm-hmm. without bringing your phone with you right right and and so the thing that's wild about it is, for me is like is um I love it for the activity stuff right like I literally as a matter of fact I didn't stand up this hour right so I'm gonna stand up right now so I can get my stand hours and you know mine just told me to
1: mine stand mine
0: doesn't tell me to stand because I think I've been exceeding I've been like I've been standing because they want you to stand at least 12 hours in a 24 hour day and it starts at midnight mm-hmm. so I've been doing it I think on average you know 15 hours of standing part of that is because when I work those long hours I'm sure. up early you know and you know at like 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm not in bed until like 8 in the morning you know whatever it's so crazy so um, but what I the thing that I hear about the next one and I don't know if this is true is that the next version may have a glucose monitor and you know Cameron's a type 1 diabetic Mm -hmm. and I'm like how the fuck will they monitor your glucose levels right on, on your wrist and how accurate would that be
1: yeah, I've I, I, there, there, I've been reading some of the articles about the stuff that they're going to have it uh, capable eventually of doing, you know, as far as the health monitoring stuff, and it's it's pretty pretty crazy what they uh, are hoping to have happen. But.
0: Well, I, you know, it,
1: it's it's so it, whenever when I got my first bike
0: computer and I, and I put it on the bike on my road bike, and, I, and sometimes I would have trouble with the connectivity, mm-hmm. and I don't even know that it was I don't know how it communicated, like you know the cadence the cadence uh, meter, whatever you call it um you put the little thing on the, the crankshaft and you put the, the speed on this on the spokes right and and there were times i would have trouble with it connecting and i would like get frustrated with it and spend so much time and then i'd be like what the fuck are you doing just get on your fucking bike and ride your bike
1: right yeah that's you the, know and, yeah, and the downside. thing about the
0: watch is that it's nice is that you know you, you put it on your wrist and, and for the most part it, it works for the most part you know and and it's But it does have the little reminders. It makes you mindful of doing a certain thing. You know, like I don't need to be told to breathe, but doing a breathing exercise or taking a moment and sort of just, it's a weird thing, a piece of technology that almost forces me to be mindful and present. You know what I mean? Not that it forces me. You know, and it doesn't feel as intrusive as the phone, and maybe that's because of the size of the screen on the phone and these so many other distractions. Whereas the f- the watch face is small enough, and I haven't been able to figure out how to navigate through all the apps. And quite frankly, I don't feel like I, like I wonder what will happen when I can watch YouTube and or check Facebook and do all these other things on here yeah you know, Will will it be the same as the phone or will well, it be a
1: different kind of thing it'll be different for me you know. you know it'll be different and i you know i've still got okay so i'm walking around here and I, it's in great condition it's done me uh done me very well but i've got a just a regular iphone 6 uh and it's not the big one it's just uh, the, the six uh, not, not the is the s the bigger one yeah i think so um anyway yes, yes. so uh, iphone 6 Working fine. It hasn't done any of the the bad things that are supposed to happen with an iPhone 6. The battery hasn't uh, deteriorated. It hasn't done any of that stuff. It's not cracked. It works fine. Uh, I should be completely happy with it, except uh, now um, my uh, cell phone company has uh, let me know that I am eligible for a free upgrade. And uh, they want to give me the uh, uh, XR uh, as a free upgrade. Yeah, I saw that one. Which phone company do you have? Uh, Verizon. Yeah, I and, have the same one. Okay. Uh, Verizon. Yeah. So six is the the XR, which uh, so the the issue of the reason I the only reason I'm kind of dragging my feet is um, I'm looking at this and I'm going okay I've got the whatever it is four point seven inch I think this is or something like that which is yeah. to me is a good size phone for just you know it fits in my pocket and I'm pretty happy with it. This XR thing is six and a half inches, so I'm going gonna go to the bigger you know. Do you
0: you know how that compares to like a... Seven
1: plus i think it's similar maybe just a little bit bigger but i think it's but pretty, there's more pretty.
0: screen real estate
1: there's definitely yeah. more yeah. screen because oh, yeah. it goes to the edge it goes but to the edge. re
0: the reason i ask is because um, i when i when they first came out with the pluses like the six and, mm-hmm. you know the six this eventually the 6s and the six plus remember i got a six or 6S, whichever one but i didn't get the plus because i walked in there and i put it in my hand i'm like this is too fucking
1: big it's big yeah
0: i've had a but i've had a seven plus now for Coming up on, I want to say, three years. In October, it'll be three years. And the minute I got it, I picked up m- uh, my son's uh, six, and, and or six S, whatever, the smaller one. Yeah. And it felt six small. Six S, yeah. And it felt I- too small. Yeah. And it wasn't about watching stuff; it was just everything about it. So when I first got this, it seemed crazy. When I went and walk into the store, I put it in my pocket. I'm like, "This is way too fucking big." But I, I don't know; I got used to it, you know, mm-hmm. I, or, or something. Like, and I'm like, "I can't go backwards." It's like a Gillette right. razor. They come up with more blades, and I can't go backwards. I It'll need the my blades. Face. I need the eight blades, which is not true by the way. I've got the sensitive skin one that just came out. And I've used the same blade quite a bit. Shaved my neck. My it's perfect. It's the best. And they do. A, they they change their pricing. They lower their pricing because they realize that they can't compete. You know without you know. But they do. It it's changed my whole shaving experience. Uh, just saying. But but the phone. I get you on this. I mean I, I'm not saying get the XR. I don't know enough about it. But uh, I don't know. Be open to the bigger phone. You might hate it.
1: I yeah, know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's messing with my head now. I, I'm sure I'm going to end up doing it because now, you know, you get the, you know, like this this technology I know is going to be probably even non-supported here before too long.
0: Well, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> it's going to be, it's, it's that built-in obsolescence where they stop support, you know, they stop up updating it and you yes. have issues and
1: and i know when they get the version uh the next whatever is version 13 or whatever when that comes out for the phone itself Then i've seen uh, the biggest thing on that, that looks like it's going to be fantastic is the video editing um that uh is uh, on that new 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 deal and then that's gonna that's gonna be a game changer we're gonna see a shit ton more video um just everywhere. Not that we're not seeing that now, but uh, it's going to look better. There's going to be more, more, cl- more, more ability to edit it so that you don't have all the shit parts in it. So, yeah, yeah, we'll, the, we'll, the phone will we'll edit
0: it. It'll edit it for you.
1: It'll shoot it. It'll edit it. It will write it. It will so write it. It, it will have a Cairo machine or whatever it is. So yeah,
0: the iPhone, it. Apple uh, iPhone, is going to literally win an Academy Award. Steve well, Spielberg is going to be
1: outraged. It should. They'll bring back the, uh, the dead cadaver of uh, Steve Jobs and uh, give us Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs will give us jobs. We'll, we'll all be working for Apple, wearing those shirts. And
0: well, I, he's going to struggle to compete against Bezos guy man I, every time I go into Whole Foods it's like
1: so you you said you're dick. telling me before we got on here that uh, Amazon you and you you, you were kind of uh, you've set a record Amazon record now
0: well I'm not sure if it's a record I mean I could tell you my last purchase um, I don't know um, I think this so uh, it's 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 been let's see my your orders okay so what's what's today July 5th right how do you um returns and orders past six months okay so when do you think my last purchase may have been if i say it's the longest i have gone in the seven eight years that i've been a prime member
1: more than six months no okay so let's say um probably two months i'm gonna guess
0: roughly my my last thing which was uh an eyepiece for my camera, a replacement, of larger eyepiece, was uh, delivered on April 30th. Wow.
1: So April 28th. So it's, you know, it's been over two months. For me, I'm uh, looking at my orders. I had uh, June 1st, June 6th, June 16th, and June 23rd are the latest. latest. <laughs> okay. So,
0: I mean, but then to, to put that in, I mean, if I go back to the beginning of the year, uh, iPhone case, January second. These is all uh, ordered on January second. The uh, something delivered on February seventh, February seventh, February eleventh, February twenty seventh, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. So these, are, I, I can't tell how many orders these are. Twenty eighth, twenty eighth, March first. You know, it was like March sixth. Now I was, I was working then. I'm in a van. I'm making decent money. I'm just buying shit. You know, it's just, just buying like shit. A filter for my lens. You know uh you know a portable charger actually it's not that
1: crazy i don't want to look at the how much money oh, god i would never want to see how much money i have spent amazon. <laughs> total amazon purchases no me. i wouldn't want to see that at our house that would, yeah, I, would be yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be crazy we yeah, buy they, a lot of we, we get a lot of amazon we use amazon a lot for like um some practical things i think a lot all of it's practical because i'd rather not drive around if I, if I decide i want to get a certain whatever i'd rather not drive around to try to look for it in most cases and i know there's that idea of buying local which i agree with uh usually but uh, there's sometimes that's impossible it really is if you live in iowa and i'd rather just find it real quickly and get it and two days later it's here or whatever, um, but yeah, um, I would hate to see the total. But we do buy shit like you know every once in a while a giant box will show up on the front steps, uh, you know every uh, couple weeks or something like that. And I think what in the hell is this? And then open it up and it's uh, you know toilet paper or paper towels or something like that. Which uh, if you're if you use it right, you can save definitely save some money and and you know a lot, lot of hassle in a lot of cases too. But I would hate to see the total. <laughs> That would be, yeah, scary. <sighs> so, uh... Although as you're saying this right now, I'm thinking I'm I'm looking at Thrasher. Thrasher? What's Thrasher? Magazine. Thrasher Magazine. Skateboard Magazine. They've got some really cool t-shirts. That's
0: I was like what are you talking about Thrasher magazine like I are you literally like you looking that? are you are you thumbing through an yeah. actual magazine
1: No I'm looking no I I don't know if I've ever seen the magazine but, or, or might, did I, you but I might get, buy the t-shirt
0: Or did did you open up your Amazon app and then all of a sudden see Thrasher gear Yes
1: yeah exactly that's exactly what happened I got been some for some reason they're pushing Thrasher stuff at me probably I was googling so I was. Googling, and I'm sad about this because I was googling uh, Mad Magazine. Um, I was just going to ask you about Mad Magazine. <sighs> that bums me out. Uh, Does it, so it bum you out? I, I haven't bought Mad in a long time, but when I was a kid, Mad was the of shit. Of course, because you 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 were probably uh,
0: uh, around eight, nine, ten years old when it first. started. But, you know, you you were fairly young. You were the. Perfect target audience for yeah, it when I mean, it came out.
1: Yeah, this the seventies. I think were probably had to been the strongest uh, Mad Magazine run. I'm sure through the seventies and maybe into the eighties. I don't know how how uh, many you know if you could go back and you know track whatever you know their their units that they sold or however they their subscription counts. But um, yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, and I, th- I did actually have a subscription for a while, a mail mail subscription.
0: Right. They're not creating any new content. I think that still may be available in some. Way. Way, shape, or form, but it's yeah. So Mad Magazine, after what fifty-two years, shutting down. Yeah, which essentially and and Mad Magazine was is. I mean, there was Crack Magazine, which was came out after. So I mean, I, a friend of mine, someone I I know uh, a, little, a little younger than me, but he posted detailed surface about plans for Mad Magazine's future. And one guy. You know a couple of sad face emojis and one guy writes haven't seen a mad at the newsstand in decades tried to read one the other day didn't age well no you aged out the exactly. world changed <laughs> everything fucking changed okay there are memes that have more information than a mad magazine but at the time it was fucking cutting edge it was political without being political it was brilliant
1: satire <laughs>